0: Looking for top-tier talent and a low cost of doing business? Get real in the Greater Rochester, New York Region. It's home to the real talent you need to put your business ahead of the curve. We offer a competitive wage advantage other high-tech hubs can't match and commercial real estate rates 45% lower than the national average. Greater Rochester Enterprise. Connecting the right people and the right resources in the Greater Rochester, New York region. Visit rochesterbiz.com today. Looking for top-tier talent and a low cost of doing business? Get real in the Greater Rochester, New York region. It's home to the real talent you need to put your business ahead of the curve. We offer a competitive wage advantage other high-tech hubs can't match. And commercial real estate rates 45% lower than the national average. Greater Rochester Enterprise. Connecting the right people and the right resources in the Greater Rochester, New York region. Visit rochesterbiz.com today.
1: Celebrities, you know what, all the time. And then I'd ask these crazy questions and you just see them get all upset and lit up and want to, you know, get rid of me and have me thrown out. I dealt with it for so many years, and uh, I can't say I really enjoyed it, but I did, sort of in a weird way. All right, I'm out of here, everybody. You guys be safe. Hopefully, uh, L.A. won't burn, and we'll get through this Santa Ana condition, and uh, be safe out there, and uh, God bless all of you who are dealing with these fires, because it is crazy. It is crazy. And once again, I just want to say,
0: God rest your soul,
1: my fat friend. A year ago, we did our first show together. Well, not our first show, our last show together. I wish it was the first show we did. We did many shows. Anyways, I'll see you one day, fat man. All right, everybody have a great day. God bless. Because the Santa Ana winds are blowing away. blowing me away right now. my side Santa and the wind's blowing hot from the north We were born to ride Roll down the wind Put down the top Crank up the beach for us, baby Don't let the music stop We go ride it till we Just can't ride it no more Safety is the number one priority, but he says, too, these communities can't take much. We're being
2: impacted three counties wide on this
1: incident. These communities are shell-shocked from the fires that we've experienced for the last five years. Which is why they charge to fight aggressively. Now, it's not been easy, and it's going to get even tougher, as another strong wind event
3: is hampering efforts. Two homes were engulfed in fire in Woodbridge, New Jersey. After a small plane crash this morning, the area is densely populated. No word of any injuries on the plane or on the ground. On Wall Street, the Dow is up uh, 25, the NASDAQ down 45 points. I'm Mike Moss.
2: At Capital One, you can open a new savings account in about five minutes and earn five times the national average. Five minutes? That's less time than you spend arguing about how to pronounce gif. Wait, gif or jif? Uh, hard G. Less time than you spend trying to stick to your paleo diet. Resist the carbs. Ooh, brownies. No brownies. That's about five minutes to earn five times the national average savings rate. This is Banking Reimagined. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms apply. Rate comparison based on FDIC national rate. Capital One N.A. Member FDIC
0: staples is more than a place you go to buy a new pc it's where an associate helped me find the latest tech i needed to work smarter not harder where i got a protection plan plus 24 7 tech support that keeps me connected and where i increased my productivity for a lot less than what i thought i'd spend right now at staples you can save up to 300 dollars on the latest pcs staples for your business tech and beyond in-store only ends 11 19, while supplies last exclusions apply
3: American consumers are expected to spend nearly $9 billion this year on Halloween. People are expected to spend nearly half a billion dollars on their pets. More from correspondent Mary Maloney.
0: According to the National Retail Federation, shoppers will spend about $490 million on pet costumes this year. That number is more than double what the NRF saw nearly a decade ago. The survey found 29 million people plan to dress their pets in costume for Halloween. Top costumes this year include pumpkins hot dogs and superheroes.
3: The six-week strike at General Motors will end up costing the automaker about $3 50,000 hourly GM workers went on strike in September, two weeks before the end of the quarter. Although GM was able to, uh, not able to build cars during that time, it had built up an inventory which allowed many of its dealers enough cars and trucks to continue selling during the strike. I'm Mike Moss.
2: Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, not for sale to minors. Website restricted to adults 21 and... Aa
4: Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM.
3: It's time to make the Tri-City Center in Redlands a regular part of your weekly shopping experience. Tri-City is home to a wide assortment of quality businesses, including the all-new Ocean Aquatics. Check out their variety of exotic tropical fish along with fish food, accessories, and tanks of all shapes and sizes. Just off of Alabama and the Tennessee exits in Redlands. Visit the Tri City Center today and find out why it's called the Mall with a Heart.
4: Listen up, guys. Are you experiencing any of the following fatigue, less drive, poor performance? If so, you may be one of the nearly 30 million men in the U.S. today dealing with ED. But did you know you don't have to pay hundreds for a prescription anymore? And you don't have to deal with the hassle of seeing the doctor or the embarrassment of going to the pharmacy for a certain pill. Now with one free call, you can find out how Herbal Virility Max can help you feel like a man again. For over a decade, Herbal Virility Max has helped guys just like you put a smile back on their face with improved performance and drive. Call today at 800-498-5668. That's 800-498-5668. Save the money, save the hassles, and get the better blue pill. Call 800-498-5668. That's 800-498-5668.
2: k c a a folks this is very important information what's to be said about cbd ancientlifeoil.com our cbd is made from hemp and has 0.003 thc which means this wonderful product won't get you high no matter what amount you take what does cbd do for the body my hands are tied But you can Google CBD benefits and be astounded. When you're finished reading, you'll want to log on to ancientlifeoil.com. That's ancientlifeoil.com and purchase. Life is good when you feel good. People are tired of pain. People are asking for non-GMO organic products to help them with... (laughs) You fill in the blank. Legal in 49 states, and again, our CBD is made from hemp. Ancient Life Oil is about helping people one by one by one. If you wonder how good the product is, the CEO takes it every day without miss. AncientLifeOil.com. That's AncientLifeOil.com. Have a great day.
5: K-C-A-A.
6: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Real Talk Radio. I'm your host, Hillary Ramo. Today, I'm going to be speaking with my special guest, Dean Henderson, and we're going to be talking about quite a bit, actually, but we're going to start with 5G technologies. That's right. We're going to be talking about 5G facts versus fiction, what you need to know, what you might not know, and even more. So hopefully we have a very interesting fast hour ahead of us, so sit tight and tune in. Dean Henderson was born in South Dakota. He has a bachelor's from the University of South Dakota and a master's in environmental studies from the University of Montana, where he was a columnist for the Montana uh, newspaper there and published the Missouri paper, one of the first American political magazines. His articles have appeared in magazines such as the Multinational Monitor, In These Times, Paranoia, and on hundreds of online websites, including Infowars, save the males global research david Icke. zero hedge naked capitalism and rents.com dean is a political analyst for press tv rt russia channel one the syria times rents radio tactical talk and the Richie Allen Show, among many others. He has spoken at the Deep Truth Conference in New York City, where he delivered a speech entitled All Roads Lead to the City of London. As you can imagine, this is going to be an interesting conversation. Um, many of his books are both in print and on Kindle. They include Big Oil and Their Bankers in the Persian Gulf, Four Horsemen, Eight Families and Their Global Intelligence, Narcotics and the Terror Network, The Grateful Unrich Revolution in 50 Countries and sticking it to the matrix, among others. Dean and I have been on the air together once before, back in 2015 on Capricorn Radio, and today he joins me as my guest right here on KCAA, where no listeners are left behind. Thank you so much for joining me, Dean.
5: Yeah, thanks for having me, Hillary. I hope you're doing well.
6: Well, I'm doing great, and I hope you're doing well, too. So let's start with catching up on what you've been focusing on lately. Where is your research leading you now?
5: Well, I've put out a couple uh, books in the last uh, about 18 months. And uh, the first one is, was uh, last June of, of 2018. And it was, it's, uh, it's called Illuminati Agenda 21, The Luciferian Plan to Destroy Creation. And uh, another one I put out in July, just this year, a few months back. And it's called Nephilim Crown 5G Apocalypse. So uh, I'm really interested uh, in the, how technology is being used as what I would call sort of a, the latest form of feudalism. Um, and in this case, uh, it's, it's sort of this, in fourth, this fourth industrial revolution that they talk about, which is always talked about in connection with this uh, Internet of Things or 5G. And uh, I think it, it involves basically, you know, us being the product Now our minds being the product, um, they've sort of run out of manufacturing things to do, Um, there's finite resources um, on the planet and now what they're trying to do I think is kind of of almost monetize the human being uh, through your data and, um, and through, you know, basically sort of mind control.
6: It does feel that way, doesn't it? I mean, I've been on the air since 2005. And what I've watched over the course of the the years since is a really interesting and actual kind of calling in the herd, you know, pulling in uh, technology and content. And there's been a lot of Uh, war on content really anybody who's done any kind of alternative broadcasting which means anybody not on mainstream media uh has i think bumped up against this wall of complicated censorship that enables people to really not be heard or not be able to voice an alternative perspective on what the official story is have you noticed that as well
5: oh definitely um my uh My website always used to pop up on Google, all you'd have to do is type up my name, and and it would be the first thing up on Google. And now uh, it's pages and pages down. Well, if you go to DuckDuckGo or Mozilla or Firefox or Yahoo or anywhere else, it's the first one up. Because I still get a lot of followers, a lot of hits. Also, YouTube, which is also owned by Alphabet, which owns Google. Um, same situation on my YouTube videos. I used to have just ton- the first four or five pages. If you just typed in my name, that's all you'd see is my videos. Even though I don't have a YouTube channel, other people will put them up, you know, on their channel. And now those are just gone and it's some English soccer player there instead for pages and pages. So, yeah, it's, it's it just, uh, it's a war on the first amendment. It's Orwellian, and it, but it's also a sign that we're winning the information war right now. Um, so while the agenda advances, I think, at an accelerating rate, uh, the reason it's advancing so fast is because the awareness is uh, actually advancing even faster. So you have to look at it that way, almost like uh, they're desperate. Um, so, yeah, you have Amazon banning books on vac- anti-vaccination books and tex books have been banned. I know from Amazon. I know some the kids at Truthstream that put out some really good videos. Their stuff, So uh, their are their uh, mind-control movie has been banned from Amazon. And yeah, it's really uh, – and all at the same time, these uh, these fake left people uh, were sort of pushing the agenda, um, are telling us that they're tolerant and they, they want to be inclusive and all this crap. And, and they're just the opposite. They're, they're turning into fascists, and they don't want to hear anything that's that runs against the, the official narrative. It, and so you have a media that's shaped up uh, – sort of, you know, everything they say is pretty much against Trump. That's their their shtick. Um, and then you have Trump on the inside, who's also part of the oligarchy and part of this cabal, in my opinion. And so they, they have this kabuki theater going on where it looks like the media and the FBI and the CIA and all the people that liberals used to hate, but now they seem to love, are going after Trump, and that's why they love him. And on the other hand, Trump, you know, he's got people fooled on the... All right, thinking he's some kind of savior and he's gonna, you know, lock down the deep state and throw away the key. Um, but no such thing is gonna happen. Uh, it's the first billionaire we've ever had in the White House, so it's it's to the point now where the oligarchy have such tight control over the whole, the entire political system, economic system, uh, and social system that that they that they just have to play this this little game and pit us against each other, and and we're supposed to jump into one camp or the other, left or right, as if those are the only two camps. And as if those camps aren't, ag- in fact, exactly the same camp. When it comes right down to it, it's the camp of the oligarchs. And so it's, it's, it, you can't even talk about nation states anymore. You really have to talk about this global oligarchy versus the people, because the nation states uh, are all run by people in the cabal um, and and people that are, you know, aligned with this with the yeah this the crown city of London, Wall Street interests.
6: Well, I have to agree with you 100%, Dean, to be honest with you, and I, I, there's a lot of other people like us who are saying the same thing, and and now we have to deal with it. So here we are in the middle of this digital age society that has learned how to monetize human beings through their data. Let's talk about that for a moment. Um, Has the digital age really brought us to this where we're kind of, you know, we are the product and our data, which is collected pretty much from everything. And as we move into smart homes and smart cities, what do you see as the vision moving forward when it comes to all of that?
5: Well, it, it clearly seems to be a transhuman agenda and an anti-human agenda. Uh, it goes back, I think. Well, it goes back a long ways, of course, and, which we can certainly get into—eight um, thousand years, in, in my estimation. But this group of people, this bloodline elite, that's been lording over humanity uh, for all of these millennia—they've um, really perfected the technology, and so while they've always controlled people. Um, you know, through serfdom and industrial revolution, even enslavement into agriculture before that, you know, now we're looking at a situation where this technology and these, you know, the algorithms, the AI are capable of really pinpointing people, um, getting to know you as as an individual, even your DNA. Um, And so, yeah, I think we are the product. I came across a website uh, recently. It's called gmeiutility.org everyone should check out it's a subsidiary of the federal reserve and the board of directors uh you know there's one person from each of the huge wall street banks and and london banks and there's also one woman who runs a big adoption service which is interesting but you um you find out that you're you're being traded your birth certificate uh is being traded on wall street your death certificate is being traded uh, th- their own website describes how ID doesn't mean identification. It means institutional delivery. So every time we've signed up for an, an ID, we, we're delivering a certificate to Wall Street that they can trade. And we're the entity. They even call us, they call them entities on this website. And you'll find 600 to 800 records on yourself if you just punch in your social security number. So it's shocking. So this was only uh, possible with the development of, of computers and the internet. And, you know, in 1963, IBM went to the Kennedy uh, regulators and, and they wanted to market their computer. New, they had the huge Cray computer the size of a room, you know, back then. And they said, we want to market this to the world, you know. And, and Kennedy's people, they said, no, we're, we're not going to let you do that because this is potentially a, a mind-control weapon that could be used to subdue entire populations. And so that's how serious they saw just a computer, you know. And so years went by, and then, you know, by about the mid-'90s, after Intel and Cisco, working with the NSA, had developed this aggressive remote control chip in every computer, uh, courtesy of Hillary Rodham Clinton's Rose Law Firm and other patent-theft law firms, um, tucked it all into the IBM Eclipse Foundation, and with help from Lockheed Martin, dumped it into uh, Silicon Valley. Then the Internet came out in the mid-'90s. And no coincidence that it was right at this time um, that uh, a lot of other things were happening. Bill Clinton and Tony Blair had taken the Democrat and labor parties and pulled them to the right and pretty much joined the Republicans as far as being pro-corporation parties, not of the people. Started talking about gun control, abortion, gay rights instead of workers' rights, anti-war, stuff like that, which Democrats used to talk about. So you, you, you had the assimilation in, into this, this sort of two-party fascist corporate system at that same time. And um, then came the social media. Um, we already know that, you know, the Internet came from DARPA. Um, it, it was called ARPANET. You know, that's Defense Advanced Research Project Administration. For, for those listeners that don't know, it's the creepiest part of the Pentagon. They used to call it ARPANET, and it was just for the CIA. And so even after the Internet uh, went out to the public in the mid-'90s, a lot of the NSA guys were like, what the heck? We can't believe you're releasing this to the public. This is the industry to use this on the Russians or the Chinese, you know, to do psychological warfare um, and disinformation. And so, no, they went ahead with it. And then comes to the social media. We find out that Facebook uh, was, in fact, uh, started as LifeLog, which was also a DARPA project in the Pentagon. It was all about gaining... Uh, Sort of uh, the U.S. after World War II wanted to enhance its electronic, uh, uh, you know, warfare capabilities. And this is where all this stuff came from. So it's all military stuff. It's all a weapon. And um, social media, um, you know, funded by by the CIA's uh, venture capital project and also funded by Wilbur Ross um, and his NBNK corporation in the U.K., which included, uh, you know, the director's reads like… A, you know, porting down establishment, the chairman of Lloyd's Bank, uh, Knights of the British Empire, all kinds of people on this thing. And they shut down, and so did LifeLog, right as Facebook was rolling out. But actually, the very same day Zuckerberg announced it was when DARPA pulled the plug on LifeLog. And then we find out that the, that the people that started Google in their uh, big speech when they announced the launch of their IPO, uh, the first uh, entity they thanked for the funding was DARPA. So Google was also for carpet. So all that went into the Stanford Research Institute in California. Um, And this was the this was the military's think tank for for improving, uh, you know, cybernetics and uh, cyber warfare. And then from there, it all, you know, sort of gravitated up to Silicon Valley. And again, Lockheed Martin and the IBM Eclipse Foundation fed this technology into Silicon Valley. It was all weaponized. A lot of it's funded by SoftBank, which is a bank out of Japan, but it's funded by the royals from all over the world and the Rothschild types. And they still do a lot of the funding for these uh, new startup tech companies. And so it's just a, a web of uh, military intrigue, and, and people don't realize that that's the thing. So we've gone from a situation where, you know, navies rule the world. You know, you want to rule the sea. You wanted to have the biggest aircraft carrier. And none of that matters anymore. What matters now is over the horizon weaponry, which is electronic weaponry, which you can target at at groups, countries, individuals, whatever. They don't know it's coming at them. They don't know what's going on. And, and this essentially this is the internet. So it's uh, it's something that you know again people need to be aware of because they go into it very naive. We all do. Um, I've gotten rid of my Facebook and Twitter accounts. I'm really pared down all my exposure on the internet. Um, the only time I'm on it really is to do interviews like this and write articles and, uh, you know, it's like a hammer. Okay. It's jujitsu. You, you know, it's the military, you know, it's a weapon. And, and once you know that you can use it against them, you can use their strength against them like jujitsu. But if you don't know that, and you're just surfing around on the net, providing data for these people, um, you know, giving them ancestry.com your DNA for Christ's sake, (laughs) And all this stuff that, you know, you're just just the victim Use all this against us. And then the 5G pretty much enables them to not only um, use the big data to monetize you and trade your stock or whatever, but it also enables them to, to put put it, you know, put the information out the other way. In other words, they can send direct tailored messages now that they know who you are via Facebook profile. Now, that's actually an NSA profile you've created on Facebook. It's called a Facebook profile, but it's an NSA profile. Now they know who you are. They know your, your predilections, your weaknesses, your tendencies, what you like, what kind of music you like. So, yeah, Dean, you know, he likes Peter Tosh, so we'll play some Peter Tosh, and we'll tell him, you know, the Queen of England is your savior. You know what I mean? It's like... <laughs> <laughs> they'll, just, you know, they'll just, they'll just pipe that in, and then, not really. And that and this is this is really how I think it's going to work. So I think this
6: it's really, is true, people. It is true. Go ahead. I'm sorry, but it's true. Uh, I I've seen it. You you put up something on Facebook that you like that's personal to you and suddenly it pops up in your it's not just advertisements it's almost like you go to google and suddenly your home page is catered to you it's like they've learned to read you so well better than a 1-800 psychic right
2: yeah thanks
6: no, to that
5: yeah and it's just all algorithms so it is it's nobody there's nobody home on the other end it's just this the algorithms are, are figuring you out and and um yeah, and not only that, but, you know, obviously the implications beyond that, I mean, it just depends how evil you think these operators are, um, and I think the operators are the crown, and that's what my last book's about when you get into that, but, but uh, I think they're very evil, so if they're very evil and they know, for example, your, your health situation, and they know, oh, you have this health problem, well, then they can also target uh, certain frequencies at you that will make that problem worse. So it's really a serious uh, situation where um, they, you know, this is, this is a chance for the oligarchy, uh, for the feudalists to establish kind of total control through this electronic prison that each of us are helping them build. And beyond that, it's keeping people home in their houses, behind their computers, on their phones when they are out in the streets, staring mm-hmm. at their cell phones. And it's just destroying the social fabric. Um, Social media should be called anti-social media. It's just destroyed families. It's destroyed real friends, real relationships in favor of these phony, uh, you know, groups and stuff that you don't know these people. You don't know who they are. You don't know how many are working for the CIA. You don't know that. Right. And you've never met them. So they're not your friends at all. And now they'll, they'll wish you a happy birthday because the algorithm tells them it's your birthday. But they don't give a shit about your birthday. I mean, you know, so it's just creating this kind of phoniness uh, in, in the culture beyond that that, that I think's really uh, I don't like it. And um, I don't know. I, I just. Yeah. So so it's a problem. And uh, this is kind of what uh, these last two books are about. Um, and, and And also about how. These people really are Luciferians. They're very religious Luciferians. Um, people don't think of Luciferianism as a religion, but, you know, the Freemasons who are pushing this agenda for the crown, um, they very much know the Bible, and they know it better than most biblical scholars. In fact, the best biblical scholars might be Freemasons, but the problem is they're on the side of Lucifer, not Abene, who they call our, the God or the creator we know, they're on the side of the bad fallen angel. <laughs> and so they take and they invert everything. Um, they invert the language, they invert the sciences. Um, there's these things called the seven sacred sciences, which have been passed down, um, by the fallen angels or the Nephilim or the Anunnaki or whatever these things were, uh, are that became the crown and that the seven sacred sciences are like arithmetic, geometry, uh, grammar, logic, Rhetoric, which is the one they're really using now, and then uh, astronomy and music, which they also, you know, they also use music, um, you know, and, and uh, so basically they're, they're, they're turning everything upside down. Like they say there was a Big Bang Theory, but where is their evidence? There isn't any. At least we have the Sumerian clay tablets that talk about this history of people being enslaved into agriculture by these hybrid beings that came into Sumeria, then moved to Egypt and Babylon. Then from there to Khazar, Khazar established the Central Asian Khazarian Empire, and then onto the city, onto Rome, onto Venice, onto the city of London. We can track all that historically, and how the Knights Templar maybe fleeced the Indian population of the world of all their wealth, took it to the Holy Roman Empire, and that's where the wealth came from, because that was the first navy, and that was, that was a huge capability. So we can talk about all this in very honest, very uh, non-conspiratorial, just factual uh grounds and yet the royal society of astronomy says it's the big bang theory they have no evidence they have no written information on that they just say that's how it was they also say particle physics is is the nature of physics like these, these little tiny particles like atoms and protons and neutrons and <clears throat> oh shoot they started getting smaller and they lost them and all the quarks and oh shoot we can't find them. No, you know let's just move totally randomly so here comes quantum physics and it just destroys the whole thing and now we know that plasma physics is, is really where it's at. It's not about particle physics. Mm-hmm. And this is just a symptom of their, atomiza- their tendency to atomize and objectify everything in this world and split it apart. And they always have to have these theories that are based on this chaos. Like they can't possibly imagine there was some creator that put everything in just the right place. You know, even though if you look out your window, that's how it is, <laughs> um, especially if you live in the country. But this is how they are. So another it's again, it's an inversion of reality. Like they'll go for nuclear, you know, uh, fission and, and just, you know, blow things apart and create atomic bombs. But they can't possibly think uh, nuclear fusion, bring people together, bring atoms together and oh, create free energy <laughs> through cold fusion, which they could do. Um, so they're just there's some sick puppies really at the base of it. And, and that's what the, the Illuminati book is is really gets into a little more. And then this last book really gets into the, the, the Crown bloodlines and where these people came from and the names and, um, and the names of the companies who are behind 5G, um, which to me is the key. Um, and I found some names like Serco, Crown Castle um, and, and names like that, that that we can get into.
6: Well, let's talk about that. You know, I was just recently watching a C-SPAN discussion and one of the Google high tech people got on there to speak and he talked about how 2019 represents the, the third decade. You know, the Internet is basically 30 years old and the third decade of the Internet was like the wild, wild west. And I think that's where the information that you just spoke about was given the most attention because it was put up by multiple different platforms, multiple different people, people like yourself and others doing really great research on the alternative history that we're not taught in our education systems. That, And then if you watch that kind of content now, it's very targeted as far as conspiracy theory, uh, fake news, not real, and people really are falling into that category where they digest that and say, oh, yeah, I can't, I'm not going to watch that because... It's this or it's that. And I think that what's happening is that instead of this information, which it was really freeing people for a long time, they were opening their eyes, having their aha moments and awakening to the information and rethinking the official story. And I think that's what's really caused a loss of control for these people who are in charge. And uh, you you nailed it on the head when you talked about a lot of that stuff because, it, really, it's out there. If people really want to understand what that was all about, they can find it, hopefully, still. There may come a time when they can't because this Google executive said, well, now we're in the fourth decade, and the fourth decade is the reigning in of information and content. So he admitted that there's a real effort and agenda to wipe it off the, the face of the internet and make people forget it so they can get back on track in their lane with what they want people to know and understand. So it's a very real thing, and it's not a conspiracy. It's a, it's a fact. Yeah. So let's talk about 5G, Dean. Um, why don't you just begin for our listeners with what is it, how do you see it, and and what is what do we need to know about it?
5: Yeah, so... The 5G phenomenon, you really have to go all the way back to Marconi and the Telegraph, right? And Marconi himself, uh, Guglielmo Marconi, was, was himself a royal. So he was uh, he, he was from a royal bloodline. But he came up with the Telegraph. It uh, was the first sort of electronic uh, communication uh, ability of any kind. So what happened was uh, the RCA Corporation... Um, basically stole all his stuff and um rca is a british uh corporation even though it's called radio corporation of america it's actually a british company that's controlled by the crown um and they turned it in, they they weaponized it of course so they so <laughs> they laid the transatlantic cables first and then they and then they developed sonar and sonar was the first uh you know battlefield weapon or or you know affiliated with a weapon anyway that that was developed, and this this is the really the beginning of, of this whole electronic era of, uh, of communications and and you know big data and, and electronic warfare that we're dealing with. So then out of RCA Corporation, uh, which by the way was intimately involved with the Kennedy assassination through its uh, CEO David Sarnoff, uh, because again that was a British intelligence hit, uh, is what it was, um, the Crown, and and so RCA split into General Electric. Um, you know, which which had been uh, on this side of the pond, uh, took up Thomas Edison stuff and became General Electric, and then was uh, taken over uh, by the British interests. And it, it also morphed; RCA also morphed into Circo, and Circo is the company that nobody's ever heard of. It's probably the biggest company you've never heard of because it really epitomizes big data, and. Um, the, they 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 move forward with all this stuff. Circo uh, came to control uh, uh, along with Lockheed Martin, which it's very cozy with, and British uh, Aerospace BAE. Those three companies took control of the uh, British Atomic Weapons Establishment. Circo um, uh, developed uh, close relationships with both the European Space Agency and NASA in the deployment of satellites. Um, they they run sixty three air traffic control towers in the United States. They run all the air traffic control in the GCC countries, um, the Gulf countries over there, and in Iraq, uh, post war Iraq. They run private hospitals and schools and immigration services in Australia, New Zealand, and the UK. Uh, in, in fact, they, they contract with the police in the UK. It was it was a it was a Circo van that took Julian Assange away. Um, that day when they kicked him out of the Ecuadorian embassy. Um, in this country, they have contracts uh, with uh, the Department of Defense, which uh, provides security for all wings of the armed forces, the FBI, the CIA, and the NSA. So in other words, they provide security for those, those entities. They run driver's license offices in cities around the world, including Toronto and Melbourne. Um, they run vaccination records for the uh, Health and Human Services Department. They administer uh, veterans' uh, military records for the VA. They uh, they administer um, you know all kinds of personal records, you know, prison records uh, for the Department of Corrections. In many states, um, and then they uh, and then they conveniently uh, have the the contract uh, to administer the U.S. Patent Office under the Department of Commerce, which is run again by Wilbur Ross of uh, MBNK fame. Wilbur Ross was the guy that he was a Rothschild uh, bond trader for 25 years, and he came to Trump, and he was the guy that bailed him out of his bankruptcy when the Taj Mahal went tits up. And for that deal, they, they forgave about half Trump's debt, and then Trump gave the Rothschilds the, the whole Atlantic City boardwalk to so they could turn it into another Las Vegas, you know, where they could run their drugs and their brothels and their pedophile networks and whatever they do. And so Trump, I assume, was then promised the presidency. But Wilbur Ross was right away appointed his commerce secretary, and he's the one doing all these tariff things. That's through commerce. So he's steering that whole boat. But anyway... Um, so, Circo administers the patent office. So, 1999, Richard Walker uh, was with Hewlett Packard, and he developed the first technology uh, having to do with this Internet of Things or this 5G. And um, pretty soon, he moved on to Agilent Corporation, and from then on, Agilent was sort of fed different patents, uh, different technologies uh, from Circo, from the patent office. Uh, a lot of these a lot of these inventors were ripped off uh, like leader technologies uh, was, is one that was Uh law corporation, you know, was ripped off from the promise software um, leader actually became the, the Facebook model. And they, again, the, the Eclipse Foundation, IBM Eclipse Foundation and Lockheed Martin would help rip these things off from inventors and, and, and shoot them to Silicon Valley. And so Richard Walker went on to Agilent and all those, all the 5G patents after that subsequently went under Agilent. So Circo is clearly uh, the company steering the 5G. Um, in the UK, they actually have a pathology lab set up um, ostensibly so they could study the effects of 5G after the fact. Um, there's another company, uh, and, and the Queen owns gold share in Circo. So it's, it's a crown corporation. There actually is this thing called Crown Agents Incorporated, and you can Google it. You can see the YouTubes; they i all be glossy, and they'll tell you how great it is. But it, they're actually uh, incorporated, and they're and these are the these are the, the companies that are actually controlled by the Crown. Among those would be General Electric, Lockheed Martin, Circo. Um, there's a uh, Aga Khan Foundation which cranks out all the fake Islamists for the MI6 and the CIA, like ISIS, Al-Qaeda, you know, whatever those guys do. Aga Khan is is a bloodline, Uh, the Khan bloodline, very powerful, very close to the Windsors. Uh, The Queen just threw him a birthday party about a month ago, you can Google it. And uh, he lives in the south of France now, but he's from Pakistan, and and (laughs) when uh, when India and Pakistan were petitioned in '47. They began this Al Khan Foundation, and ever since then, they've been cranking out Islamists, um, teaching this Wahhabism in these madrasas, funded by the Saudis, royal families, also bloodline families, and um, and just manufacturing these guys to go out and, and do the bidding of the Western intelligence agencies and uh, create pretext for our I- invasions of different countries, right? And often we use these people for the invasions of these certain countries, like in Syria, like in Libya, and so on. And... Um, so anyway, um, that's another one. Another one is Securicom, which became uh, Stratasec. They had the uh, contract uh, on the World Trade Center for Security at the time of 911, and that's a crown agent corporation. Uh, that was headed by Marvin Bush at the time, Georgie's brother. And, um, you know, they're the ones, I, I believe, that authorized the mining of the elevator shafts with thermite uh, to bring those buildings down like pancakes. So what I'm telling you is that the Crown was behind the Kennedy assassination, the Crown was behind 9-11, and now the Crown is behind 5G. And uh, another, another Crown Corporation is Crown Castle. And if you look at who's putting up the cell towers, um, and it's not just 5G, it's the whole, it's 4G, it's 3G, it's Wi-Fi mm-hmm. um, that they're behind. Uh, Crown Castle is located on Fleet Street within the City of London. And again, a Crown Corporation. The City of London, for those that don't know, is a separate entity from London or from the U.K., so it's its own jurisdiction, like D.C. would be. And within the, within the city of London, you have the Bank of England right in the middle. Um, this bank, this one bank controls all of the offshore banking network in the world, whether it's Cayman Islands, Bermuda, Bahamas, Isle of Jersey, Isle of Man, Panama, whatever. Um, all the derivatives in the world are traded within the city of London. All the offshore euro dollars, which uh, uh, are basically U.S. dollars traded overseas, uh, are being funnel through the City of London, uh, as well as all the oil, drug, uh, money, uh, illicit money from all over, there's no, it's totally opaque, there's no, uh, you know, you can't see what's going on, there's no regulations that they have to show you what's going on, to be an alderman or a councilman within the City of London, you have to be a freeman, which means Freemason, Um, every bank in the City of London, including the Bank of England, has its own Freemason Lodge. And the Lord Mayor has his own Freemason Lodge, which he actually lives in. So the Freemasonry is a big deal. Um, again, um, you have to understand that even if you think it's whacked out and crazy, which so do I, these people are religious fundamentalists. And uh, they're the ones you know pushing this, this agenda. But it's the agenda of, of what they call Lucifer, uh, which is inversion of reality. Then, of course, the Royal Society is, is within the city of London. And they administer these seven sacred sciences and lie to people. With this fraudulent science, so you have this fake science and this fake religion, and they're supposed again. It looks like they're at odds with each other, and you're supposed to pick a side. And what you don't really know is that the same people are behind all of it, (laughs) just like they're behind all the political parties. So So what
6: happens? So what happens to the average person who doesn't know all of this, Dean? It looks like they're just upgrading a signal for their phones to work better or their devices to work better. So how do you make that bridge between all of the things you're talking about and the rest of the people who don't haven't yet woken up to that information um, and really just say this is innovation, this is progress, this is evolution of technology, this is a good thing, we'll be able to connect to our YouTube videos faster and each other faster and we can connect, connect, connect everything that has been kind of in the dark ages until now. So how do you make the Brit- what's the case for the people who haven't quite caught up to the information you're talking about yet?
5: Well, I think there's a few different angles. Um, number one is is uh, people are losing uh, their minds. Um, Alvin Toffler wrote a book in 1995 called Future Shock, and if you've ever read that book, it was about how basically uh, there would be a time when, when you were uh, bombarded with information and it was too much information and it fragmented your mind and your psyche and your soul, and this is what I see happening to people. And This is why a lot of them won't ever get up to speed on what we're talking about here, because they're the, that part of what the internet weapon is designed to do is just that. It's designed to, to basic basically, you got to go back to the Garden of Eden, and you got to go back to uh, the way Indians think about things, Native Americans think about things, as opposed to the way Wetikos uh, think about things, which is what they call. These entities, the Anunnaki or the Nephilim, that's what the Cree call them, Wachikos. So they see it as a disease, and it's like the worship of the intellect. So if you look at the Garden of Eden paradigm, um, you know, the, the eating, the taking the bite out of the apple from the Tree of Knowledge symbolizes sort of the worship of man's intellect. And this is what the Freemasons are all about. They think they're the gods. They think they're smarter than God. They think they're science, they're fake science, they're destructive science. <laughs> uh, can, can basically manage the earth better than God can. Well, they're doing a hell of a job, if you haven't noticed. But but so, the, so it's all about sort of like getting outside again and not being as connected and not being bombarded with this information so that you, you can recover your true self. And you don't go around talking like everybody else talks with the same words, the same inflection even. I mean, it's getting creepy, man, because that's what I'm noticing is like people are actually starting to sound the same. Not just what they say, but how they say it. And, um, and and so you have to just question the whole thing. Like, is this really an upgrade of my reality of my life? Or is it just where they want to take you to, uh, to turn you into a compliant slave? Um, the Indians didn't worship the intellect. They didn't have a word for brain. The Lakota didn't have a, a word for brain. They just considered the intellectual, spiritual, uh, and emotional as one thing. You know, and they were they were holistic in their approach. So, and it's it's proven that the heart chakra uh, and the heart just palpitates at a way more electric. I mean, it creates may, way more electric current than your brain does. So, it's obviously probably the most important thing for you to focus on. And this is what the internet and the information overload are doing to people. They're, it's taking away their, it's sealing up their heart chakra. They don't have feeling anymore. They're they're becoming mean spirited and they're becoming short. And frustrated and angry and, and fearful, and they don't realize what it's doing to my psych level. If that's not something that would convince them, then I would throw this out. The Wi Fi operates at 2.4 gigahertz, which is the exact same uh, oscillation uptake rate of uh, the water molecule in your body. So it's, it's inhibiting uh, hydration massively in people. The 5G is going to operate at a 60 gigahertz average. That's the exact same uptake oscillation of the uh, oxygen molecule into your bloodstream, into your body. So that's going to inhibit, uh, that's going to suffocate you at some point, deny you oxygen. What are the two things you need most in this world, oxygen and water? The third thing would be carbon. If you have noticed, there's also a war on carbon with this fake climate change agenda. Telling us that carbon's bad. Well, we're made of carbon. The earth is 85% carbon. We didn't have carbon, the trees wouldn't spit out oxygen for us to breathe. So it just tells you that this is not only a war on humanity, it's a war on creation. It's a war on the earth. And by these deranged Luciferians, um, we don't know why they're doing it. Um, There's different speculations. Um, But... There's no doubt that the health effects of this, I mean, if you're not getting water, if you're not getting oxygen to your cells, you, you will have health problems. And if you just look at the Navy research document from 1972, it will tell you what those health, doc, what those health effects will be. And there's like 50 of them listed in that document. And, it, so, and it, this is way so, back then.
6: Dean, is this about them turning on a switch and all of a sudden we were working with a different Wi-Fi signal system? You know, they t- I looked it up and, it, you know, they talked about satellites beaming down to poles, beaming down to smaller poles, beaming down to your house and, and being all invasive, meaning it can come through walls, it can come through your body, it can come through trees, it can come through everything. Is this really different than what we've had with 4G?
5: I mean, I think what's different about it, it's not as different as people think, because a lot of the things I've described already happened to people, but, you know, so that's, that's the one thing. I mean, people say they want to fight 5G and they spend 12 hours on 4G in a day.
0: You know, <laughs> right.
5: That's not going to cut because creators are not going to think that's funny. And, 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 you know, here's the thing, man, if we continue to have this addiction to technology, we will destroy our world. We will.
6: Yeah,
5: yeah. It's not, it's, it, We can talk all day long about the Crown and the Rothschilds and how they're making yeah. and that they have this kill agenda and we know that. But if we are addicted to technology, we will die.
6: Then it's and, kind of suicide. It's suicide right, knowing that we are doing what it we're is. talking about anyway. We only have about 10 minutes left in the show and and before we get uh we end our hour here, I'd like to talk to you about your time with Alex Jones and writing and working for InfoWars and what your thoughts are exactly on what happened to the takedown of his platform over the last year or so.
5: Well, I, you know, honestly, I only wrote a few articles for Alex and he picked up uh I mean, I didn't even write a for. He just picked up my uh my series on the Federal Reserve because one of my books is called "The Federal Reserve Cartel," and um, two owns a Fed. And, you know how we can get rid of it. So he picked up a couple of those articles. Um, you know, Alex. I mean, in the old days, I learned a lot from that guy. Um, I, I think he uh, he was he was on to a lot of things. And uh, I gotta be honest, lately, um, when I listen to him, I just it's just it, he's just a he's cheerleader for Trump and um, i'm not sure what happened to him um people have different theories a lot of people have noticed it not just me um i think that whole uh alex jones uh takedown had a political um sort of uh design to it like they wanted everybody to think it was just the conservatives that were being attacked and of course jones is a conservative they're not telling you how many uh, thousands uh, of iranians and russians and Latin American left-wing news agencies, Bolivians, Ecuadorians, have been tossed off of Facebook, tossed off of YouTube. They're not telling you that. So they're what they're really scared of, and it's still, and it's always been this way, what they're really scared of is the real left. Like what happened in Ecuador last week when Lennon Moreno, who, who handed over Julian Assange after he was given the presidency from Rafael Correa, who was a real leftist, and he double-crossed him, and he cut a deal with the IMF, and they said, you release Assange to, to the British authorities, and we'll give you a loan. Well, the Ecuadorians came out in the street last week, the Indians, and they said, screw that, we're not going to have this increase in fuel prices. And they rioted, and, and the government had to go to Weakill, the second city, to hide out. And then he called it off. And and so that's that's the real left. Um, in Chile, what's going on right now, that's the real left, you know, demanding an end to the austerity again. Um, that's going on there by this billionaire president. So in this country, it, the, the real left has been wiped out. It's been replaced by this fake left that's interested in social hot button issues, not interested again in unions, not interested in working people versus capitalism, which is what I'm interested in still. I'm an mm-hmm. old, or lefty still. Um, so they're they're again. This is a game where they're playing it, and they're and, and they're spo- we're supposed to feel like oh these poor persecuted uh, conservatives. All oh, it's just the conservatives. And it's not it's nobody else. But the real the real gig is to discredit the real left using this fake left to do it. And they're doing a real nice job because nobody likes I don't I mean, very few people really could be very enamored with the condition of the Democratic Party nowadays. Um, So they're using that sort of caricature of, of vileness to destroy any anybody going to the left. And then they're also um, just, you know, using, using sort of the alt-right of libertarians as sort of this third rail um, to, to, to continue to deregulate, continue to give corporations more power, continue to, uh, to give away the nation state to the crown. And that's what's going on, is this rollback to medieval times where there is no government. You know, Thomas Jefferson, for all the faults of government, the idea of government's good. Jefferson said it's a buffer between the, the oligarchy and the people. What's happened since Reagan is the government has gotten a black eye because contractors have come in and privatized it. And th- that's where the corruption is, It's in the contractors. And they've taken it over. So now it's totally corrupt. Um, but they want to get rid of it completely. And they want to go back to a system where the, the, the bloodline families, the Nephilim crown bloodline families like Plantagenet, like Bourbon, like Habsburg, like Rothschild, um, are, can just openly rule the world. Um, and, 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 and you won't really even have that buffer anymore. And I, and I think by wiping out the, the real left, um, they're doing that now, of course, that's why they're going after Syria. That's why they're going after Venezuela. That's why they're going after Iran. Cause that's, again, those are countries where the government is, is real left. Like they have a lot of state owned industries, you know, that's why Trump, you know, he says he's pulling troops out of Syria, but he's just moving them to guard the oil fields in another part of Syria, you know, for Halliburton or for Exxon or whatever. So it's a total corporatocracy run by a few families, and and um, left and right um, are being set against each other, but there's no real left. And I would argue there's no real right anymore either. Um,
6: what happened to the middle? What happened to being in the middle and not being left or right and being, yeah. you know, kind of in the center of the, the sane lane <laughs> where you yeah. just – You can kind of see both in left and right and make a decision on your own standing in the middle.
5: (laughs) It's a a good place to be right now, honestly. I mean, as far as, especially with regard to cultural issues, I mean, I think people don't understand, like, socialism has nothing to do with cultural agendas. It just has to do with, you know, capitalism sides with capital. That's what they call it, capitalism. So the, you know, the banks, the corporations, the bosses. You know, socialism sides with the people that work in the factories, the people that sweep the floors, the people that are the janitors, uh, whatever. And, And it has nothing to do with this cultural Marxist stuff that's being pushed by Antifa and these kind of crazy people. And it has nothing to do with the with the cultural baggage coming from the other guys. And this is where all the fighting goes on if you notice. So what they're doing is they're trying to take us away from economics at all costs. Let's let's not talk about how all of us are barely hanging on right now. Let's not talk about how rents are going up. Let's not talk about insurance tripling our food prices or, or, or everything that's making life hard for most people. Um, so I mean, yeah, in, in terms of cultural stuff and everything, I think the middle is a really good spot right now. I think it's very much a time not to be political, honestly. Um, to look at, to, to look away from politics, as far as electoral politics, nothing's going to change. They've got it uh, sewed up, and what we need to do is look at the 5G. We need to look at the, look up in the sky, what's coming out of the sky with these chemtrails. Look at these fires in California. Look at the possibility the sun might be dying. You know, which might be God saying, I've had enough of you guys with this stuff. So, you know, there's a lot bigger fish to fry than politics, and actually, the middle is not a bad place to be right now. No.
6: Well, you know, it's a a big conversation amongst a lot of people, and you see it dominating social media like, you know, it's their job. And you have to wonder, when people formulate an opinion on something, whether they actually are formulating that opinion on facts. And then you start to think, well, what are facts? And then you look at the fake news and all these campaigns. It's almost like it's been custom designed in a propaganda Uh, way that you know is really working very hard to dissect people into camps of opinions and if you're not in that camp of an opinion then you're an enemy and I, I, I hate to say it but the last three or four years has really done a lot of damage when it comes to connecting people in the heart and in the mind. But, you know, it goes down to brainwaves, I think. And when we talk about technology and the digital age and the progression of that, you have to remember, well, who's who's making those decisions behind the scenes? Who's really making the decisions about what Google replies to you as far as an answer goes? Who's programming the algorithms? And, and who's really in charge behind the curtain? And I think that's where most people get very Huh. I wonder what's really going on, and they don't really know. And so we need more people talking about this. And thank you for coming on the show today to discuss this. So where can people find you now to read more about what your your work and where your thoughts are going as we continue?
5: Yeah, sure. Well, I really enjoyed talking with Hillary again. That's been a while, and um, and uh, thanks for having me on. My uh, website is still just hendersonlefthook.wordpress.com. And all my books, I got six of them, uh, and they're on Amazon. You can just go there and um, type in my name. But, um, yeah, we just uh, keep at it. And uh, like I say I think the awareness is growing. I think a lot of people are. I think we are getting through to, to a lot of folks, and there are a lot of people questioning it. And, um, you know, so they underestimate humanity. This, is, this will be the biggest mistake of our adversary, the Crown. They, they constantly have underestimated humanity. And um, that's usually not a good idea in the long run.
6: Well, I think when Hillary Clinton lost to Trump, it was a big, you know, coming from the they didn't see it coming. They thought really that she would win. And then the old tactics of getting people to make and formulate those opinions would work. And I think thanks to alternative media and the decade before that, that has really released a lot of independent information has helped to wake people up to not be so zombie like and just vote like they're in high school voting for the prom queen. You know, it's like they really have to take a look at how their mind is being controlled and how programming does that and how TV. And that's why I went back to good old terrestrial radio after being online for so many years, because I felt like the signal itself had to be strengthened and was important. We are out of time. So thank you very much for being here, Dean. This was a very interesting conversation. And I hope to have you back maybe in a little while, you know, down the road so we can talk about what where we are now
5: (laughs) all right sounds great hillary thanks for having me
6: yeah thanks everybody for joining me i'm hillary ramo and this has been real talk radio right here on kcaa where no listeners are left behind until next time take care
4: Melinda 10:50 a.m.
0: 106.5 FM Hi, And now looking for top-tier talent and a low cost of doing business? Get real in the greater Rochester, New York region. It's home to the real talent you need to put your business ahead of the curve. We offer a competitive wage advantage other high-tech hubs can't match and commercial real estate rates 45% lower than the national average greater rochester enterprise connecting the right people and the right resources in the greater rochester new york region visit rochesterbiz.com today looking for top-tier talent and a low cost of doing business get real in the greater rochester new york region it's home to the real talent you need to put your business ahead of the curve we offer a competitive wage advantage other high-tech hubs can't match and commercial real estate rates 45% lower than the national average. Greater Rochester Enterprise, connecting the right people and the right resources in the Greater Rochester, New York region. Visit rochesterbiz.com today.